So, um, title of today's year is um, Chuma Kedusha Above and Below. So what does that mean? So, um, so it's in Parshas Shemini. Okay, Parshas Shemini. The end of Parshas Shemini. So the second half of Parshas Shemini talks about, um, I guess, kosher and treif animals, things like that, right? So at the end of the whole thing, it says don't eat, uh, you know, bugs, different types of bugs, and walk on the babies and crawlies, right? And then it says, in Nam Gimel, it says, Al Tashaksus Nafshosecha, Bechal Asheretz Asheretz. So it means don't don't defile or disgust yourselves, right? Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Don't don't uh, yeah, don't don't make your souls abominable to shekets, right? With every sharetz, which is crawls, right? Creepy thing. Through eating them. And don't defile yourself with them. And you will be defiled by them. Sounds repetitive, right? Don't defile yourself with them, and you will be defiled by them. Right? All the less time women, it may sound. Right? It's like double ashan. And what, then, what was the like? then go. <laughs> and that, <laughs> and that Dalin, again, it's on the flip side. You should make yourself holy, sanctified, and you'll be holy. Right? Again, the same double ashram. And don't um, defile yourself with every sharat. Okay? So again, you have on so you have this repetition. Don't defile yourself and you'll be defiled. They sound tautological. Right? yourself and you'll be kadosh. Okay, so so that's so that's the question. Well, what's what's going on? Again, we're in Baker Yudalaf Men Gimel and Dal. Okay, so Rashi addresses this based on the Gemara and Yemah. So Rashi, Chazik Men Gimel. Oops. Al Tashaktu, it says Shabbat Achilasan. Right, Achilasan. Because it says, It's not disgusting through of nefesh through touching it. So too, you shouldn't defile yourself through eating them. Right? Okay. Okay, now here's the thing. What does it mean to Nesambam? So again, don't defile yourself. Don't make yourself Tameh. And you'll become Tameh. If you are Metameh yourself with them on the earth, I too will defile you. Metameh you in Olam Haba. Ubi Yeshivas Maila. And in the heavenly Yeshiva. Something like that. Heavenly convocation. Okay? So, 
it's saying is in it los tamubam. You shouldn't make yourself tamay. In it may sambam. If you make yourself tamay here on earth, and I Hashem, I'm going to make you tamay all my body and the Yeshua's nayla. Okay, whatever that means. And then it says kikani Hashem lekechem kashem shani kadosh. Just like I am kadosh and Hashem lekechem, like I am Hashem, your God kach lehis kadishtam. So to make yourself kadosh, kitchu asuchal mata means sanctify yourself below. Be some kadoshim. The fish ani kadosh asdam lomaylo olamaba. Right, because I will be mekadesh you above and in olamaba. Right, so again, there's a parallelism here. It says if you're metame yourself on earth, then Hashem will be metame in olamaba and the Yeshua's nail. And if you're mekadesh yourself on earth. And Hashem will be mekadesh you l'mayla and l'mava, right? Okay. Where is he getting this from? Well, he's he's trying to interpret what's this double lashon. Well, I know it's, it's like his. Oh, it's based on the Rambam Gemara. We're going to see Gemara in a second. Okay. Yeah, it's derived from the Gemara. Yeah, Yom Yom Okay, so that's, that's the question though. What is this? What is this? There's a parallel in both of them, and on both sides. There's this parallel between Tumah below leading to a Tumah above, right? Your Tumah below will lead to Hashem, Yemitami above, and then Almaba. And then, same thing with Kedusha. Your Mekadish yourself here will lead to Hashem, Yemakadish, you and Almaba, and then Lamaila. Is that the same thing in so, similar, similar, but it's, you know, a little bit. It doesn't have that double thing, but it's, uh, it's interesting in its own right. But let's uh, let's leave that alone. The Rashi there is a little bit of a different track. Okay, so let's look at the Gemara. So the Gemara is in Yoma Lamitasimal. Okay. So, so let's look at this. So Mar says like this: Tana Rishma. Four lines of them, starting a little bit before the Gemara, which is relevant to us, just because it's a famous Gemara. I didn't really analyze it, but you know, maybe if we have time, we can we can try it together. So it says Tana Rishma. Avera mitamtemes libo shaladam. Maybe you heard of this. Avera is mitamtem nar. He's like, it closes it up, stops it up. Right? How do you know? Don't defile yourself with them. And you become Tame. Don't read it. Which means to make yourself Tame. It'll be like closed up. Right? So it says, through being Tame yourself, you're going to close yourself up. What does that mean? It's going to close yourself up. Close up your lave. Rashi says, Otemes visosemes mikal chachma. It closes you, seals and closes you from chachma. Right? That's interesting. So Avera is an attack, closes you up from chachma. Right? Yeah. Doesn't sound like a mystical thing about it, you know, closing you up or closing your heart or poison or anything like that. And it's also, it says, Avera closes you up from chachma. It doesn't say pig. It's Avera, right? So Avera closes up your heart from Chachma. Right. I guess the point shot is because you're 
Like as I'll say, like if you do an Avera, it's like a rush dust. You have to like deny your mind. You follow an Avera, your yeah. mind tells you this is, the, this is the wrong thing to do. But your emotions want it. So you have to deny your mind and accept the worldview of your emotions and uh, give into it. And that, I think, closes yourself, closes you up. And also that mitzvah, you know, argued with philosophical truths within them. Right. And so then Averas being the opposite of that are going to have philosophical truths. Right. You're right. Yeah, right. Right. So when you do the Avera, you're right. You're, you're choosing to follow an untruth right. and deny a truth. Turn away from a truth. Like and that Zara, conditions I mean, yourself. Yeah. Right. And that conditions yourself towards some false idea. And that closes you up from truth, the pleasure that you get from the Avera or whatever, you know, yeah. gains you get on an emotional level get you further embedded in, uh, in that world and closes up your mind. Biases you, blinds you to the, um, the world which you left behind. Okay. So that's before, that's not a Rashi, that's just the other, you know. But, you know, maybe there's more to say about that. So now let's go about Tarava. If a person is metame himself a little bit, they will be metame him a lot. I'm sorry. If a person is metame himself below, will be metame him above. If a person is metame himself in this world, I'm sorry, no, Mava. So it's three things. I remember Rashi didn't have, I don't know if you have all these. So if you're Matami yourself a little, then Matami you a lot. Matami yourself, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I went, I went uh, yeah, Matami a lot. Matami yourself above, below, they're going to be Matami you above. Matami yourself in all Mazah, they're going to Matami in all Mava. Are these, are these different things? Sounds like it. Turn around, and it has a flip side. So it sounds like there are these three variables, if you will, right? One is the quantity, how much you do. And if you do it a little, it's going to get a lot. The second is like where you do it below, it's going to happen above. What does that mean? I don't know, just translating. Okay. <laughs> and then the third is in which world? If you do it in Olmazah, it's going to spread to Olmazah. Right. Those are the three things. And it's both, both on, the, on both sides, both on the Tama and on the Kedusha side. Right? And they're both being Doresh, the Pasuk, I guess. Al Titamubayam, you shouldn't be Matame yourself, and it may Sambam, and you will become Tame. So it implies that beyond the Tama which you are imparting, there will be a further tama which somehow ha- occurs. And that's what it's uh, implying. Similar by Kedusha. You should be Kedusha yourself. You'll end up being Kedusha. Of course. No, because there will be an additional bonus, so to speak, coming from uh, above. And that from above is more in quantity, more from Olamayla, and then also Nolmava. So what, what are these talking about? Again, so far it is translating, right? Translating, lighting it up, but what are these ideas? Rashi, yeah, right. so let's say Rashi, yeah. Right. Good idea. So So Rashi starts off on the Harbe. That's the first variable in both of them, right? To do it a little, it will happen a lot. 
Rashi says, Menich, this is interesting. Metame and Oso Harbe, they will be Metame him a lot. Menichin Oso Litame Harbe. They allow him to become Tame a lot. This is the possibility. Don't discuss the Metame yourself. And if you do, so then eventually you will become Tame because they will let you. So that's interesting. Even though the, the shot sounds like if you're Metame yourself, then they will be Metame you, whoever they are, but whatever, right. some heavenly court. Rashi's not interpreting it that way, that they will actively be Metame you. As opposed to saying is that they will let you, leave you to become them a lot. Right? That's interesting that he does that. And then on the flip side, the Hiskadishtem, Rashi says, Hiskadishtem me'at, Mikadish yourself a little, be some Kadosh then you will become Kadosh a lot. Right? Abba explains, Abba litaher. If a person comes to purify himself, Nisayanosa, it will assist him. That's not the same thing. It's not the same, right? It's interesting. When it comes to the negative, it says, like, if you're a Matame, they'll let you go down that path. They'll let you. But when it says, and you're a yourself, you're a yourself, it doesn't say they'll let you be a yourself more. It says they will assist you. Okay. Right? Sounds like he's learning it. Even though the Gemara seems to be presenting it as two parallel things, right? The flip side, one of the other. But Rashi puts it in with a different twist, right? So well, it's the same. I mean, it's the same thing in effect. Well, it might be, but then why does he say it differently? I mean, he could have just as well said the same on both. He could have said by the Tumah, he says, if you do it, they'll let you do it, let you go more. And same thing with Kedusha. If you do it, they'll let you do more. Or vice versa. You could have said, if you do the bad, then they'll help you get do bad. So likewise, if you do good, they'll help right. you do good. It's like he does it, formulate it differently for a reason, apparently. Yeah. Like, why would he switch it? So you might say they're the same, but then why doesn't he say it the same? I just mean, uh, like, uh, at the end, at the end of the day, it'll end up, it's the same thing. Yeah, perhaps. It would for, seem so. Yeah. It would seem so, but, you know. Yeah, which makes more of a question than why why phrase it differently. Right. And what and anyways, what is the same thing? I don't I, I don't know. I wouldn't look at the end of the day, you end up a lot of tum, a lot of tum or a lot of kedusha. But is it the same? It's not clear. We have to understand each of them. Okay. Right? That's it. So Rashi doesn't comment on the other parts. So the, the Ridva does. <laughs> and the Ridva does. But maybe we should start with Rashi, because I mean this is all that Rashi says. So we can yeah, we go to the Ridva afterwards, but maybe we can analyze Rashi. So again, all he's dealing with is the little to the lot. I mean, right? it just sounds like this, is, this might be a little like overly philosophical, but it just sounds like this is a philosophical I mean, yeah, it is a philosophical thing, so I guess it makes sense. Like, when you do a bad thing, or not a bad thing, when, when you do Averas or, or anything like that, or when you're not doing Jurassic, yeah. that's just like animalism. Right. And and so, I mean, humans in some way are animals. So, meaning, if if nothing stops you, then you will just be an animal. Mm-hmm. So that's why that's why they don't do anything, right? They just let you go. They just let you go and be an animal. But it's 
you know, being a rational being is like, that takes effort. And like, that takes, that takes energy. So you can't like, you can't, <laughs> it's not that you can just like let yourself put in more energy. That's just not how it works. You need to actively put in stuff. So that's why that's the one that, that means like, uh-huh. like the more system. investment. Yeah. So they're saying it means they assist them somehow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, okay. So I guess the question is, so why then does the Gemara formulate it by Tame? It says, if you, if you're Tame yourself, then they let you be Tame. Just say, it just happens. Right? It's funny how, like, the Gemara says, they are, if you're Matame yourself below, they are Matame you above, implying that they're doing something. And then what's I saying? What are they doing? They're letting you become more Tame, right? It's like, uh, it's funny, because it sounds like it's active from the Gemara, they're Matame you, but then Rashi kind of says, oh, they just kind of let you be. I mean, it is active in a sense, like, they're still, you know, withholding. It like having, like, a trustworthy flock. What's that? It sounds like it's saying have like a trustworthy flock. Like if you consume the spirits of these animals, these are the reliable ones that'll assist you, and these ones will just abandon you. They're not like trustworthy animal mm-hmm. spirits. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay, that's one way to interpret it. <laughs> okay. Any other thoughts? Um. That's you're naturally going to be led to a path where it's just going to be worse and worse, and uh, the paths of Chachma will be closed off from you. But on the positive side, it's not. Uh, I'm suggesting it's not necessarily natural that if you do the right thing, that everything will be opened up for you and you'll be able to reach the greatest heights. Perhaps it's that requires a hashkacha, uh, an involvement uh, from Maila in, in terms of uh, helping you with that. Okay. Okay, so then I'll ask you, so then, so why does the Brysa imply like they're actively doing something on both sides? Like Rashi's kind of taking it out of the plain shot, right? You know what I mean? Yes. But it's a good step that you're saying. I'm just asking you a further question. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm thinking about it. Right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Shouldn't it, shouldn't it be natural? I mean, why would it? Why shouldn't it just be the opposite? Right? You pursue bad things, you become accustomed to them, and it skews your, you know, your vantage point and objectivity. You focus on perfection and and higher purposes or, or pursuits. You that's where your energy flows. I mean, it doesn't seem like you, you know either side requires any. <laughs> Sort of a uh, hashkacha or anything other than kolios uh, to assist you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> maybe maybe the full maybe the full picture is that um, there's really both that exist. I mean, if even if you are involved in the negative, there will be situations that should draw you back, and it could be that what it's saying is that all those situations will be um, taken away from you. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it, it's active in that it's taking away from you any potential um, things in nature that would draw you back to the good, and it's saying oh, only the the negative things will will take over and you'll you'll spiral down very quickly. Right. Right. Got it. Yeah, I got the wrong one the first time around. Yeah. Right. Okay. I hear you. Yeah. Yeah. 
We're analyzing uh, this Gemara on top. That's one hour. Yeah. Um, after the Mitantam is the one after that one. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. The Rambam, I'm sure some of you are thinking of this Rambam. The Rambam says like this. Um, um, I guess this is in the Tshuva Vav Hey, right? He says, Ma'ush Amar David, Tovi Yashar Hashem, Alkin Yoru Chatan Madarach, Yadrech Anav Mamishpat, Vilamit Anav Mdarko. Okay, so God is Tov and Yashar, therefore he teaches Chatan on the road, and Anavim, I guess Anavs are directed in Mishpat, and Anavim will learn his way. So he says, So it means Hashem. How does Hashem guide people in Shuvah? He says he sends um, Nevi'im to, uh, to bring them back in Shuvah. The ode, and furthermore, He gives a person the power to learn and to understand. This is a midah in every person. That's Adak. This is, I think, what Dani was talking about. Person, as long as a person is drawn in the paths of Chachma and righteousness, he desires them, thank you, and he runs after them. And that's what say, right? The person comes to be Matayar, they help him. He'll find himself helped, right? So you see, he's interpreting this idea of a Balatari Messiah so that if you right as like a mushal, it means Hashem placed this midah in every person that when they're do the ways of Chachma, they're drawn in the ways of Chachma and said like then they desire them and run after them. And that's what it means Balatari Messiah. So it means they help him. What do you mean they help him? It means you you'll find yourself helped. So not that they're actually doing anything. But it's like, and Donnie's way of saying it, is that it's like the nature is when a person, and I think you find this experientially, is that when you involve yourself in the good, in Chachma, right, it's contagious. It gets, you get a momentum. You get drawn into it. And ideas are, they move you. They move your personality and you want to do more. It's an attraction of Chachma, right? And similarly, similarly, on the reverse side, so far as a person and puts the energies into Chait, Taiva, whatever the case is, right? The Yitzhara, then it, it has also a, an attractive feature. There's a certain enjoyment, there's a certain frustration, and you look for more, and it's just like you end up creating patterns of behavior. And there's like a momentum in the person in one way or another. But the Rambam seems to be learning, at least on the Rambam doesn't talk about the negative side, he's on the positive side, but he's learning it like a just a natural thing. It's the Mida of a person. God made it of the person in a way. Uh, insofar as you do the good, it, it, it's cute, it builds, right? But Rashi sounds like he's not quite learning that way because when he describes the good and the bad, so when he describes the bad, he says they just let you go down that path. When he describes the good, he says they help you, right? Well, the time is saying also. So, I mean, if, I mean, I know the Ramam interprets that to mean they just let you, but by Rashi, by contrast, the fact that he describes them differently, it sounds like he's holding there is some sort of difference between them. 
the Raman does say he says that yeah, first of all he sends me that's one thing maybe maybe you have to mute and hear like feedback yeah so he says he sends in a VM that's one thing it's like a direct hashkacha that he sends in a VM to help you but then the second one he sounds like he's attributing it to the mida that he placed in us not so much that he doesn't seem to be saying that Hashem is so to speak actively involved it sounds like he gave us the mida the nature that the good attracts us right and I'm suggesting that Rashi is implying that beyond just leaving you up to your midah, there is some sort of a divine assistance. Sounds that way to me. Because he's, when, he, when he describes the negative, he says they leave you on the path. They'll let you go down that path. But then when it comes to the positive, he says they help you. I'm going to add in a little bit that, that, that the Rabbi Rashi is dealing. So the question is, does the Rashi deny the Rambam? I mean, the Rambam sounds like he's saying is that it's your human nature. It's the Mida, which Hashem gave you, that when you do the good, you're drawn to the good, naturally. And he's interpreting it like as a metaphor when it says they help you, right? But again, from Rashi, it sounds like he's describing an assistance, at least on the good side. I want to say it like this, is that according to Rashi, he, he's saying, he hears in his Gemara that mitamin oso arbe, like if you're metame yourself, they're metame you a lot. Or right, or the same thing with Kadosh. You see, he hears a hashgah in there. Sounds like it's describing hashgah. Okay. Now it doesn't mean it's not human nature. It could be also true. But uh, as you guys were saying, it's like the human nature doesn't always happen that way. Person might might, you know, might uh, do chait and he might um overdose, so I don't know, something might happen to him and he may have some sort of uh you know, moment that he'll uh, he won't be drawn further into it. Or a guy might be learning to or he might be doing the good and he may get really, really frustrated and whatever. Like these things aren't like foolproof insofar as just the nature. So the nature is true as part of it is that your nature is such that in general, when you do the bad, you end up getting drawn in. And when you do the good, you get drawn in. That's true. But Rashi hears in this uh, a level of hashkaha, right? Mitam in oso. They do it to him. Now, it could be he says there, there is an asymmetry here. Is that it sounds like he doesn't want to say that if a person does a chait, then they push him down. Right? It's like it says, like, um, he doesn't want the Rasha to become more and more Quran. He's not going to push him and help him. But he's saying, what does it mean there, Metamiyu? They leave you be. It's your nature is, there is a nature that hate leads you down a bad path. And there's not a hash, the hashkacha does not get in your way. It doesn't prevent you from going down a bad path. There is a bad path and don't expect that since Hashem so to speak wants people to do the good, then that'll he'll prevent you from going down the path. But in general, he's saying is no. If you go down a bad path, don't expect, I don't know if Hashem never does this, but don't expect God to stop you. On the contrary, the Hashkacha will be, the path will be wide open. On the other hand, on the other hand, when you're doing the good, then there is a hashkacha to assist you in a positive way to continue to do the good. Yeah, but there, it's active. 
right? There he's describing it that there's, there's an assistance. It's God's will that the person does the good. And then so far as the person goes on the right path, then there's often a hashkafa, not always, but there's often a hashkafa to a system. He's trying to learn, maybe the hashkafa will help him find a good rabbi or to find, think of something, some event may happen to him, whatever the case is. But that, it sounds like that's what Rosh learned. That on the positive side, there is a positive hashkafa. You do, you take a step in a good direction, hashkafa will, there's hashkafa to assist you. But on the negative side, it's not, there is hashkafa in both of them, but it's not exactly the same. In the negative one, it's not like they're going to cause you to stumble more. But at the same time, the hashkafa is not, in general, not going to help you. It's going to let you up be under, you know, I'll let you um, pursue those paths. And, you know, you could say, I'm not sure, but you could say maybe it will remove hindrances. I'm not sure. You know, so they let you, like, let's say you're on a bad path and naturally something will stop you. Almost like maybe like my Paro. Paro is naturally on a bad path and the Marcos would have stopped him. Like went to Ramban. So he says, Hashem removed, uh, his, you know, gave him back his Bechira and like let him go down the path that he was going. So maybe like a person might be going down a bad path and naturally speaking, something will stop him or get in his way. So it's maybe they'll let you. Maybe at times, Ashkacha will kind of give you openings, clearance to let you. But that's not pushing you down the bad path. That's kind of just allowing you to live with the consequences of the path that you're pursuing. Yeah. What about the Gemara's lesson? Yeah, I mean, it could be the reason why it's describing it that way is because there is the way the Hashkacha, I want to show you, there is the way the Hashkacha treats him. And the Hashkacha leaves him to go down his path. It's not just Pshad, that it's just nature. But the Hashkacha leaves him down that path. I mean, it's easier if you say the second thing I was saying, that sometimes the Hashkacha will clear the path for him. Right? I'm just not sure about that. It'll actually, like, there's a Rashi like that, you know, by, um, based on a Pasuk in Eo, by, um, by, um, by Balsafon. He left Balsafon as the one idol standing. And uh, this way, like, got them to think that there's something real about the uh, Zara. And he quotes a Pasuk, like, from Ashki, some Pasuk, it's in Shal. Yeah, there's a Rashi there that says, like, he, 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 like, kind of leads people astray. I'm not sure if the Rashi here is saying it. I'm saying the reason why it's describing it that way is because it wants to show you that there's, there is a, there is a hashkacha, but the hashkacha is more, it's more like, I guess, a, a cessation of hashkacha. You know, it's a, yeah, like a hesterpanim, if you will. It's like it doesn't, in general, even though it's God's ratzon for mankind to do the good, but when it comes to a, if you go down a bad path, then Hashem, like, stops that. Generally, there's a, God helps the person. But here, and when he does the good, he does help the person. But when he does the bad, then the hashkacha will leave him. Right? It will, like, stop helping him, so to speak. You, the more, and so far as you, it's like a hesterpan, it's like, like hesterpan, it's like he's hiding his, like, generally there's hashkacha to help a person. But in so far as you go, you turn towards the bad, God removes himself and leaves you, leaves you alone. Yeah, right. That's a question. So that sounds active, right? But again, I guess that could also be interpreted in both ways. 
Mas gi la goyim vaya abedem. Mas gi or mas gi? Uh, I'm looking in the Tanakh, it says mas gi with a sin. Mem sin gimel yud aleph. Okay, so where's that Rashi? At the beginning of Bishalach, Perak yud dalid pasuk uh, base. Right. See, that sounds like it really is like stumbling them. You know, I don't see, I don't see Rashi here saying that. You know, that's like Mamish, God's like leaving Baal alive just to get them. Here it more sounds like Baal was alive already. Yeah, it's true, but he like, he specifically melted all the gods except for that one. You know, it's like, I don't know, it sounds like it's more of a something to that by not melting no God. i understand that but it's like it almost sounds like he's trying i mean that demands own analysis it sounds like more like he's really trying to hoodwink them just to sucker them into believing them which is interesting in its own right but that's a different thing here it just sounds like that he just leaves you alone Mashkacha leaves you alone doesn't maybe maybe it could i would say maybe removing accidental blockers you know sometimes you're in a bad position and naturally, something will happen to basically cause you to not sin. But that God, maybe maybe that will remove that. And it will let you, it will leave the path to chay open to you. Because you're deciding on Ra. So if you're deciding on Ra, maybe that's the dynasty. You want Ra. You're choosing Ra. Now, it wouldn't really be right or in line with your Bechira for you to be stopped from the Ra due to some accidental circumstances. So God lets you, he leaves you open. He leaves the path open to you. And if you choose the good, then he helps you. Then he helps you. But it seems from this Rashi that he doesn't want to interpret it as God is actively pushing you down as much as leaving you alone. You know? Sounds like he's leaving you. The nature of the assistance of the Malikhanosa, according to this Rashi, maybe the other Rashi sounds a little different. Sounds like by the Ra, he's just letting you, letting you fall. But by the Tov, he's actually assisting. Yes. Nobody yes. wants to say right. that God's causing you harm. Yes. But I think by the Tov, I think he also agrees with the Ram. See, I don't think he's denying the Rambam that it's built into nature that the, the good draws you in and the bad draws you down. But there's beside, there's an additional component. Besides the natural, there's also Hashkah. And that's in general the dark Hashem. Hashem's plan, so to speak, is accomplished first and foremost by Hashem making laws of nature and man's nature in a way that a good life, a life of tzikos, leads to a good and a happy life, and a bad a life of rishos leads towards towards the negative. And that's generally God set these things up into the laws of nature. But at the same time, there are situations that don't always line up that way, and there's ashkacha to help it along in situations which are out of the norm, out of the ordinary. So I, I'd like to say, I'd like to say, I just don't know, you know, Rashi doesn't comment on, again, the word is three things. It says, if you're Matami a little, then they're Matami a lot. If you're Matami below, they're Matami above. Right? And then if you're Matami all of all above. So you could say, I don't know, it's, a little, it's tempting to say that Rashi's interpreting those two things together. And Matame a little, and Matame a lot, that's the nature. Naturally, if you're Matame a little, then you're Matame a lot. It's the natural way. But then, means besides the little and lot, which is automatic, 
then there's Amilamata, Amilamaila, there's like Ashkacha, which kind of helps you. So what does that mean? What? I'm learning below means it's like built into the natural law on earth, and then above means that there's Ashkacha. So the natural law is the little lot. Natural law is that these things are have um, momentum. Momentum, and when you start doing these things a little bit, it draws you in, and you end up doing it a lot. Both of them. Both of them. Yeah, but that's the Mahamad Narvi. But then, that's just a natural thing. But then, also, there's the Mamata Milmaila, means it's besides for just being the natural law built into the psychological whatever, there's also Hashkacha, which uh, assists you, assists that from uh, working it, working it this way. Yeah, now, now another thing I just wanted to mention, which is, I think, implicit in this Gemara, maybe in the Rambam and in this Gemara, is, is an important point in, I guess, in a person's striving towards perfection, towards avoiding imperfection, which is this idea of um, small steps. It, it, see, it's like, and this is like maybe the point, is that a person naturally thinks of the big picture. The person thinks, I want to be a, a certain image of what you want to be like. I want to be a lambda and I want to be a perfected guy. Or a certain image of what you don't want to be. I don't want to be that Russia, that bad guy or whatever. But like nobody goes from today to tomorrow from being just a plan or nobody in general. You don't go from today being at a level here and then tomorrow all of a sudden you're a big Tommy or you're a big Russia. It doesn't generally work that way. In general, it works is that you go in small, small gradations. You move yourself a little bit and you eat one sharats or you do one mice of a vera or whatever it is. And then you kind of get drawn in by it and it has a certain enjoyable effect. At the same time, it's enjoyable, but it doesn't give you ultimate satisfaction. And then you say, maybe if I, like you were saying, maybe I'll up the quantity, I'll do something different. And like, and what happens is, is that you slowly become comfortable with that new level, which is a little bit lower. And then you make another step. And then you make another step. And the same thing on the good side. You can go from not learning to learning 10 hours a day. It doesn't work that way. person doesn't, doesn't, doesn't work, doesn't last. But if you start learning a half an hour, you start enjoying it. And then next thing you do an hour, and then, you know. And the thing is, is but at the same time, it, you kind of devalue the small steps. Say, oh, what's the big deal if I do this one up there? Just one little thing. And what's the deal, what's the deal if I learn for 10 minutes? Does that really make a difference? It's just 10 minutes. After all, I learned 10 minutes. It's nothing. But, but, then you, but because of that, you, you devalue it. You feel like I'm not getting anywhere by learning 10 minutes or doing a little good thing. And I'm not getting that bad by doing a little bad thing. And uh, the Gemara, I think the Pasuk is saying, the way the Gemara is talking it says, um, is if you are metama yourself a little bit, metama yourself here, it, it builds. And you have to look at a small step of tuma, a teeny little thing as the beginning of a very long process, which ends you in a very bad place. And the same thing is you have to look at a small step of Kedusha as the beginning of a long process, which could end you in a very high place. And, and like you kept the judge, you're, it's like tricky because 
your goal is on long-term things. Your goal both in the positive and the negative, the goal of what you want and what you want to avoid. But at the same time, you don't live in, you never make those decisions. Your decisions are always small decisions in general. I mean, there's such a thing as big nisyanos, major nisyanos, which happen from time to time in your lives. But generally, that's not the way it works. Generally, our little nisyanos are little tiny things. But those little tiny things, the, this Pasuk and this Rashi, this Gemara is trying to show you is the big things occur through small gradations and they're contagious. When you make a small step, it puts you in a, in a, in a, along that path and the path builds and builds and builds. And that's what I'm trying to show you is to take every day's decision seriously. We, we kind of sometimes get lost in thinking of the big picture, but it generally that's not the way growth or opposite occur. It generally occurs through the momentary small steps. Both made naturally, and the hashkacha. When so once you're on that path, there's a positive hashkacha, and therefore what you have to do is, you know, recognize the significance of those small steps. You live in the day to day. You don't live in your lifetime. Your lifetime is a summary of many day to day to day decisions, but ultimately your decisions are the day to day decisions, and you have to be mash of them. Because your emotions aren't much of them. Your emotions view the difference between a small Avera and not doing this one. It's very, very low. And the same thing with the good. But that's, you know, the way the way things work is that, that you built. Is that, that book, I think I saw that, um, maybe Matt recommended it, or Vishnu's recommended it. I think I saw it somewhere else also. But that book, Atomic Habits. It's okay. a guy who wrote, modern guy who wrote it. He's, it's basically his, his, the main idea in his life. You know, he has a lot of different expressions of it and all that. But that idea of, like, you know, the way you change yourself is by small, 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 small changes. It's kind of like, you know, accounting. Huh? Dorm class is doubling. Yeah, right. But it's like the idea of uh, interest, like compound interest. Compound interest. You know, you think, what well, do I save money? What, well, I'm going to make penny? Penny, I invested for a day in a year, I make six bucks or whatever. But, like, the way these things work, it's compound interest. You make, uh, that's what he says. He used that much, I think, in that book. So, you know, you make a small change, teeny change every week. You know, that teeny change, you end up in a year of time, you end up being a totally different person, right? That type of thing. And yeah, I'm not saying there's no such thing as big yeah. time changes and big time no, decisions. No, I mean, like, like, right? small, like, one-off small things that aren't, that don't start oh. to step off. Right? Well, it, yeah, I don't know if it, um, it, 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 I'm not saying every time it does. I'm not saying every time yeah, it does. I think every time it has potential to do that. doesn't mean every time it will necessarily right. make a snowball effect. But I think there is a momentum of, of you're things. Doing it you out of it. Yeah, look, sometimes you go back and forth. Sometimes you go to chayt, and then you feel guilty, and then you go the other way. But I think there's chayt also. It doesn't, it's not always a linear. That's what I think also. The path isn't linear. It, there's like it's a roller coaster. You go down, and then you up a little bit, and then down, and then up a little bit. I think the path down chayt. For example, there's no state, hey, 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 then you feel guilty. Then you probably turn back. But then the next time you're down, your bottom becomes lower. So it's like, you know, you get down and then up a little and then down and more, and then, you know. So you ends up, it's never straight. And I think in the good also, you take a step in the right direction, but it's never totally a linear path upwards. It just doesn't work that way. Person, people are, you know, is it Sheva, Tzipotzad, Kaman, or whatever. But there's... Where there's just there's the nature of, um, I mean, that's not the right place, but it's, it's generally, it's, there's always man, always man. Yeah, the, right. the, the, the main idea is you want to be on the right path. 
But moving in that path is a path of small steps, and there's going to be setbacks. But still, still, even though there are setbacks, that's you know that's the kind of looking at the bigger picture. But the other point is that your orientation towards up or towards down is a big deal, you know. And and don't don't minimize the significance of small things, you know. And I think that's why if sometimes a person stagnates because they just feel like whatever, I'm not going to be a super an uber tzaddik. I'm not going to be a big London. So whatever, what's the point of learning? I really got to have to get out of bed today. What's going to be that? So I'll learn a teeny bit today. But it's, it's, you have to realize it's like a path. You know, that's like a guy who never invests any money because how much interest is he going to make? How much money is he going to make? And you never get anywhere. Either a guy's going to spend, I'll spend another $5 on, uh, you know, a bottle of water. I'll spend $5 here. But the next thing you know, you, you end up running away spending any one little thing you do, that's what I think about spending. You know, you, you say, oh, what's the deal? This is 20 bucks. Yeah, but it, but that attitude, that attitude that you're going to spend 20 bucks is going to repeat itself 50 times, uh, you know, every month, and you're going to just blowing all your money. That's a good idea last time. Yeah, right, exactly. It's a good idea last time. So you have to kind of think of these things, the small things, but the attitude of where those small things are. If every time you want to get out of bed, you just say, oh, whatever. And that's not just this one day. So this one day is when you're doing it. But it's an overall path of how you deal with adversity or challenges which come here. And they, it breathes, it builds upon itself in both directions. Yeah. And, and it could be the Olam Azal point is that sometimes also, I think we think about our decisions as the impact of being short. Whatever. doesn't make that much of it. So it's just, you know, but the idea of pointing to Alman Ba is that it has an eternal difference. Besides for it just mattering in this world, it affects your soul. It affects your ultimate share in the world to come, these things. So that's like another, a whole other thing to think about, which is that there's an eternal difference between this path and the other path. So I think the different parts are kind of trying to, in a certain sense, like a pep talk to a person who's in a moment of challenges. The Torah is talking. This condition, vis and kedusha. If you're mechanic yourself, small steps, vis and kedusha will end up being kedusha. If you're mechanic yourself, in it mesem, you make a step in that direction, you'll end up down that path. And there's, there's various factors, but in you know, various different dimensions, and it's trying to bring out the different dimensions and get you to realize that these small things matter. Now, one other thing is the Ridva explains one of them, which uh, Rashi doesn't. So Ridva explains, this is in the Haishanah Torah, but it says, This is a little hard on the set. Kilomar, maybe it is. Harbe mas tinim lahat oso. There are many like prosecutors. Satan is like standing on your right side to take you down. And if you're Mekadosh below, Mekadosh also HaMalachim HaKadoshim Lomayla. Then the Holy Malachim will Mekadosh you above. So he's interpreting the, the above and below. The above is talking about some sort of Malachim. Like there's a Satan, which if you go towards the bad, the Satan will bring you down. If you go towards the good, then the Malachim will bring you up. None. So what do you make of that? Okay. Yeah, I don't know if this is the Ritva, but it's another point I thought of, is that often also when we do, when we go on bad paths, there's like a social component to it as well. 
you know, maybe this is another one of the natural forces, but like when a person goes on a bad path, they get bad friends. Bad friends make it worse. Like things fall out of control. A person goes on a good path, they get good friends. And those good friends end up leading you to, like there's social groups. That's like another natural force, which you could say, which helps a person in one or the other, is that the people they hang out with are usually based upon the path that they're on. And those things end up creating like snowball effect. You go down a bad path, you end up finding bad friends, and you end up being worse and worse and worse. Friends. So nice person to be a friend. You need to have some specific common, right. some common values. Right, exactly, right. So you'll often hang out with people. If you're looking for something bad, you'll find out people who are really bad. And you end up building on each other, and you identify with each other, and you know you can create like a group thing. And on the contrary, if you're with good friends, say like Ali or Anishiva, and you have guys who are similar-minded pursuits, then you end up building on each other. That's like another factor of why the another another natural thing built in. So that's what I'm thinking. I don't know. Maybe it's like must like have many Nastinim and many helpers, many Malachim. It would be like there are various forces built into the world, which God built in, which help the person. There's some internal, some external Ashkafa. There's like a lot of factors which cause a person who's on a bad path to go towards bad, and cause a person who's on a good path to go towards good. Maybe just bringing out it's less. It's like there's it's multi multi determined of why that is the case, but I don't know. I'm not sure of the marshal of it's like influence. influences. Yeah, influences. Because that's what it is. It's yeah, right. Yeah, right. External to the self. Right. Like right. External to the self. Right. Yeah, malmaily external. Size. Yeah, right. Like internal. Yeah, that's good. I mean, internally that's the case, but then there's also external things from above. It might be social. It might be uh, events. People you bump into. Again, you're learning, you end up bumping into a Rebbe or whatever you're doing, you know, besides friends, people you encounter, situations you end up finding yourself in. So again, I'm just um, trying to open up a direction, but, uh, you know, there's certain things that, uh, you know, Rashi, we didn't quite explain in details exactly what Rashi's saying, but, you know, I think it's an important, you know, thing to think about. How you round out the details are a little bit tricky, but I think it's important in one's path and direction. I think it's it's an important so to remember is to keep your eye focused on small things because life is usually made up of those small things, not, you know.